Welcome to Ag Future, presented by Alltech. Join us as we explore the challenges and opportunities facing the global food supply chain and speak with experts working to support a planet of plenty. Hello, I'm Michelle Michael. In this special series of Ag Future, we're talking with those working along the food supply chain about the impact of COVID-19. My guest today is, is a colleague of mine here at Alltech, Dr. Syed Aman. He is the Managing Director of Business in India. Dr. Aman, it's a pleasure to have you with us today. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks for having me. Dr. Aman, India is home to a very large number of people. 1.3 billion, I believe, is the number. And currently, you're experiencing some of the uh, harshest and most extensive lockdown measures over COVID-19. Those restrictions are aimed at slowing down the transmission of the coronavirus, of course. But what is life like for you, for people in India right now, just day-to-day living? Um, Thanks, Michelle, for that question. And uh, let me start you know, by saying a big condolence to all those people who have lost their lives uh, in this pandemic and our feelings and thoughts and prayers go with all those who are affected and their families and a big gratitude to all the healthcare workers, the police, uh, all the, the heroes working in the food chain across the globe. Yeah, to to answer your question, uh, Michelle, um, you know, the the Prime Minister of India was very proactive in, in announcing the first lockdown on 22nd of April, that was a Sunday. And, you know, 1.34 billion people going under lockdown. Uh, that has probably the largest lockdown ever that happened in the history of this planet. Um, following on from that first lockdown, the second lockdown then uh, started on 25th April for three weeks and uh, uh, it was not an easy scenario uh, for people really uh, because to get to this kind of uh, new way of life to get used to new terminologies new vocabularies it wasn't easy at all Um, whether it is the ppes the you know the ventilators uh, all, all these were new terminologies uh, in a way. So initially, people faced a lot of difficulties uh, and, you know, to differentiate between the essential and the non-essential elements. But now things are a bit more clearer. Almost every day we had new notifications come through uh, from different uh, government departments and things are getting better uh, as, as time flies. And uh, now as we are on the 15th day of lockdown, uh, we are beginning to see life again. And, uh, you know, it it just, uh, you know, it appears that now uh, the government of India and different states are looking at further extending this lockdown. Uh, We are getting to know about this uh, scenario by this weekend, how long this lockdown will continue. Uh, but then overall, Michelle, there is significant medical, economic and psychological stress and pain on, on everyone. Uh, amidst all of this, we still see silver lining. The air quality in many of our uh, states is improving. For example, in the capital of India, Delhi, the air quality has improved by more than 70 percent. 
which is really a promising scenario. So we now know, uh, Michelle, in India, the sky color is really blue and the moon is pink. Certainly something that's uh, different at this time. And, and I want to go back and echo your comments about those who have lost their lives in this pandemic, of course, our hearts go out to them. Um, and and farmers and producers, they're they're experiencing a loss of a different kind. Let's transition now to the the world of agriculture, where nothing is like it was just a few weeks ago. Um, talk about the world through the eyes of of poultry producers at this time. Rumors and speculation associated with the consumption of chicken linked to COVID-19 has really put a dent in sales. Tell us about that speculation. How did that all start and and how much are producers losing at this time? Yeah, I just want to take you to a little bit pre-pandemic scenario. Um, You know, end of December was a quarter three financial financial. you know, when you consider the financial year, our economy over the period of last two years uh, is a little bit on a downtrend from a GDP growth of 7.1% to 4.7% in the quarter three ended March, sorry, the December 31st. So already there was very tight pressure on to the poultry industry. The purchasing power had reduced. And then we heard the initial news of uh, you know, the pandemic uh, emerging from China and Wuhan that was linked to the seafood market and the animal market. And towards the end of uh, January and February, unfortunately, there were rumors and videos being circulated in social media here in India uh, stating that chicken consumption uh, leads to coronavirus. That was really devastating. And the entire chicken industry, whether it is broilers or eggs, the prices really nosedive. The consumption nosedive. And the producers were in deep uh, financial distress. I'm sure you know some of those producers personally. What is life like for them right now? And, and what is the impact despite the financial distress? Well, you know, when you talk about the financial uh, distress, uh, the whole poultry industry in India uh, was losing and almost is losing uh, about $300 million per day, which is very, very significant. The broiler prices crashed uh, from $1.20 to as low as 20 cents. And there were situations where we came across an eyewitness that the broilers had literally no price at all, and they were free, freely distributed uh, to the consumers. So, uh, you know, at this financial distress and at this uh, crisis moment, the poultry producers uh, came together, and this togetherness is very, very critical. All of them came together. They made a collective appeal and a plea to the government of India, to Animal Husbandry Ministry and the Finance Ministry. And we are hopeful that there will be some stimulus or relief package coming towards the poultry industry. But now going back to the rumors, uh, you know, there are FIRs being registered in different police stations in different states. Some states have done incredibly well in 
trying to investigate where, why, and how these rumors were, you know, uh, rumors, uh, who, who was behind them. And I'm sure they will book the culprit eventually. But uh, frankly, uh, you know, I, I think that there is a lot for the industry to look beyond into the future and say that, are we really prepared for another scenario like this? And what will happen if another scenario happens in in similar way? So I think it is time for them to really come together and look into the future. It sounds like poultry producers, like you said, it's just great distress at this time. What has changed for, say, milk producers? Yeah, even the the milk producers, uh, you know, the milk consumption has really dropped because all the hotels, the restaurants, you know, we in India uh, drink a lot of milk, uh, a lot of tea, and it has milk in it. So many reports suggest that 25% of the milk consumption has reduced. On the other side, if the, the cooperatives want to convert the liquid milk into uh, SMP or powdered milk, the prices are not encouraging. The exports are not encouraging. Uh, so it's quite a challenging scenario for the dairy farmers, the dairy cooperatives, the milk processors, everybody in the supply chain uh, here. And, uh, you know, uh, I mean, it's all of this thing. We have cooperatives like Amul uh, that see a silver lining and they are predicting a growth of 18%. Even in this uh, particular scenario, we have situations wherein some of the feed millers, the dairy feed millers are facing a big issue in terms of getting the the raw materials into uh, their feed mill. And there is a situation where Alltech is trying to help them because we deal with uh, feed ingredients as well. And we are trying to support uh, and give our best in whatever way uh, we could. But uh, we should also remember, Michelle, the, the corn farmers, the soya farmers, the, the corn farmers are already suf- suffering um, because there is challenge on the harvest. We generally have two crops in India. And while the soya harvest is going to happen late uh, this year, I'm sure there will be a big stress on to them as well. So the entire supply chain has a big challenge at the moment. Crop farmers are hurting. I've just heard that wheat farmers in India are being asked to delay their harvest. Uh, that would normally start, what, the first part of April? It's been pushed back. What's the impact on, on crop producers at this time? Well, that, you, you're right. Uh, you know, um, the, the, there is significant uh, migration of labels uh, that has happened. Particularly if you look at the wheat production, uh, you know, where India stands number two in the world, uh, the northern states, Punjab, Haryana, UP, uh, they depend on uh, the labels that particularly come from the eastern part of India. And due to the lockdown, most of these labels, they went back home. So the meat-sized farmers, the large-sized farmers are deeply affected because to get the mechanical harvester into the field and get that harvest, uh, it is just not possible. So late harvest means uh, there is going to be a a significant loss to them. It is not just the wheat farmers, as I just said, the maize farmers as well. 
they are able to only harvest 10% of maize and 90% of uh, you know corn is still out into the field and very vulnerable uh, to the the unseasonal rain that may come so that again is going to affect the animal industry which really is very much dependent on the agriculture industry so you know we we do have situations wherein the vegetables the fruits uh, even flowers india you know since all the weddings are being called off uh, there are no events happening the export is very uncertain the the floral industry is hit very very badly to the extent that you know uh, beautiful flowers like marigold and roses go for ruminant feeding today so the the challenges are quite significant and i hope uh, we, we find a, a relief very soon here michelle yeah, but that sentiment is echoed around the world. Dr. Amon, uh, the, the world of agriculture has a proven track record of overcoming strife. Those who work to support farmers and producers are no exception. I've heard stories of our colleagues, all tech colleagues, delivering supplies to producers in their own cars, on their own motorbikes. Tell us exactly what's happening there and, and what does that say about courage and bravery and overcoming during this crisis? Yeah, you make a very good point, uh, Michelle. I think, uh, you know, after the lockdown, the transport in India was totally shut down. Uh, we, we certainly um, address uh, to, you know, all the people include, that are included with the healthcare, the police, uh, everybody as heroes. But I must tell you, all those who are linked with the food chain are also heroes today. Um, our colleagues really uh, stepped up in these tough moments wherein the layer farmers in particular were running short of stock because they did not have too much stock. March 31st or March being our financial year end, they were running low on stock. So, uh, and they called us for, you know, uh, all tech products and supplies because they were not able to produce uh, feed for the layer birds. So we have dealers like, uh, you know, SLP, Sri Lakshmi Prasanna, our own people, went out there on bikes, in cars, with one bag and two bag, uh, and uh, tried to, to deliver uh, the products to the farmers so that the farmer can still produce quality feed uh, in, in these challenging times. Would you say at this time, producers and farmers might might rely on your colleagues more now than they did before? Absolutely. And they came back saying that, you know, no company could uh, service in this way how the Alltech and the dealers have done. Uh, there was a, a lockdown uh, across uh, the whole day, only morning 6 to 9 a.m. It was allowed within a three kilometer radius to move, for example, in Andhra state. And uh, our people really uh, woke up three in the morning to go ahead with the deliveries, even up to 50 kilometers on bikes and made sure that the farmers have at least 10 to 15 days stock and they can continue to run the show uh, in this lockdown period. So certainly, yes, uh, they will remember uh, Alltech and Alltech dealer service for a long time, uh, Michelle. It certainly shows uh, courage from our colleagues as well. Uh, through this entire situation, it's hard to talk about opportunity or to focus on opportunity, but but is there an opportunity in this pandemic, in these times where we have been forced to adapt again and again? 
uh, even in case of as as we have seen the challenge of labor i mean with great respect to all the labor that continue to serve the industry however in this scenario where we have a deep scarcity of labor i think there will be more drive towards automation in every industry whether it is dairy whether it's poultry or ag uh, tech as a whole i think automation is going to take an upper hand and the the reliance on uh, you know the people would probably reduce and also i feel with regard to personal hygiene how we greet people that's probably going to change we talk about social distancing uh, my my comment will be you know probably we are socially connected more online than ever before so it is probably physical distancing than social distancing yeah this crisis is going to have an impact on us in in so many different ways but in the in the short time in the short term crisis also sometimes drives innovation in some cases farmers are doing things that are outside the normal way that they operate can you think of specific examples of farmers driving innovation yeah we have an example uh, in north india michelle where uh, you know one of the poultry uh, producer and poultry farmer uh, his son is basically a medical doctor uh, he attended alltech one conference last year and um, he and his team and his father mr jagbir dhud they come up and developed uh ventilator in just 3 days one would say it is very expensive you know with the increasing need of ventilators not just in india across the globe which costs few thousand dollars but they just claim to have developed this uh in just 140 dollars or so uh which is which is known as a volume control ventilator with a respiration rate of 12 to 30 uh, per minute which is incredible uh, really and they have put up their proposal to government of india and we are waiting for the approval and really they don't want to make money out of this but what they are looking for is to work with the people to save lives as many as they can and uh, you know and contribute to the society uh, i also have another example to share with you where in one of my a couple of my school colleagues Uh, when in my state when people, the healthcare workers were running out of the face shield uh, they two came together with a club locally and developed face shields in just two days time and delivered those 100 face shields at no cost and now they are on the verge of making another 100 face shields so uh, really this time everybody is coming together to help others and to help the society and the community. Yeah, and you know these these farmers, these producers doing these things, they're suffering right now. So, in the midst of all this suffering, they're helping others. What does that say about the spirit of the farmer? The drive, the sacrifice they make to feed us all. I think it's it's really an unbelievable effort, uh, you know, from the farmer. Um whether, you know, their aim is to really touch to the human life their aim is to do betterment for the society money is not everything they believe and there's life beyond money so you know the farmer is an unsung hero uh, they have been uh, working very hard uh, in middle of this crisis 
going out and feeding the birds, going out to the farm and collecting eggs, going out there milking the cows. Why? Just to get uh, the food uh, onto the table of the consumers when there is a total lockdown in the country. I think just like the healthcare workers, farmers need a very, very deep appreciation from everybody across the globe. And do you think then on the consumer level, does this change the way the world perceives agriculture? You know, oftentimes producers are blamed for for things like pollution, but is agriculture more appreciated now? Well, I hope that is the case, Michelle, and I wish that is the case as we move and down the line during this pandemic and post-pandemic. Yeah, certainly we consider doctors, nurses, healthcare workers, those involved in PPE manufacturing, those involved in sanitizers and disinfectant manufacturing, we consider them as heroes. But my my only question would be, why not we consider uh, all the farmers involved in the food chain, getting the food onto the table of the consumers, why don't we consider them as, as heroes as well? I hope the government recognizes their efforts, and I hope better sense uh, prevails. I certainly uh, recognize them as heroes during this time and, and all throughout the year. Um, the, the second wave of a pandemic, God forbid that happened, but will the ag sector be better prepared to react if it does, or is it even possible to prepare for something like this? Well, I guess so. We are, we are now better prepared, if at all, you know, as you say, God forbid, the, the second pandemic comes through. Uh, but just to, to let you know, the development in India, for example, this week, uh, the Ministry of Agriculture and Farmers' Welfare have announced and exempted the farmers, the group of farmers, uh, the FPOs, the farmers' producers' organizations. Uh, they have uh, allowed the farmers to go directly to the bulk buyers, processors, and big retailers and uh, you know, uh, avoiding those Mondays, the APMCs. Uh, so this is a big change, I believe, happening in India. Uh, and this links the producers uh, to the right people where probably they will get a better remunerative price uh, in a way. So uh, in wake of this, uh, you know, reducing number of people, uh, coming together where Mondays, it's so difficult, uh, you know, where the farmers would normally go to sell their produce, but now the farmer can directly go and sell their produce to the big processors and the retailers as well. The other change that we see that has happened, uh, you know, the government of India has started special ENAM, that is the National Agriculture Market Portal, which has helped, and these modules have been released on just 2nd April, for e-trading of the stored agriculture produce of the farmers into the government-designated warehouses and enabling the FPOs uh, to upload their produce for the collection centers for bidding through ENAM and without the necessity to bring this produce to the mandis. So I think uh, this really helps the agriculture farmer and the producer to get directly linked in a way to the consumers 
I hope similar sense prevails in the animal industry, uh, where, for example, in case of chicken, 93% uh, of the chicken in India is uh, sold live. Uh, I hope uh, post-pandemic and within now uh, that all the stakeholders come together, uh, build that infrastructure so that only processed chicken goes out to the consumers and they own the brand of that chicken until it is delivered to the consumer so that if the consumer has any query on the quality of the chicken or any rumor they hear on the quality of the chicken, they can always call the producer and get that clarified, you know. So it is a big dream and, uh, you know, a pledge where it might take eight to 10 months to build that infrastructure for the poultry industry to convert the whole uh, broilers that are produced in India uh, into the processed uh, chicken and totally stop selling the live chicken. If that happens, I think it is going to be a rebirth for the poultry industry. Yeah, change not just for poultry, but uh, the entire world of ag. Nobody knows when this is going to end, and, and certainly we're all just trying to find our way. Dr. Syed Aman from Alltech India, stay safe, stay well, and thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Michelle, and thanks to you and the president of Alltech, Dr. Mark Lyon. For additional resources on COVID-19, visit Alltech.com. This has been Ag Future, presented by Alltech. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to Ag Future wherever you listen to podcasts.